King Robert of Sicily by Henry Wadsworth Longfellow Read for LibriVox.org by Delmar H. Dolbeer Robert of Sicily, brother of Pope Urbane and Valmond, Emperor of Alamein, apparelled in magnificent attire, with retinue of many a knight and squire, on St. John's Eve at Vespers, proudly sat and heard the priest chant the Magnificat, and as he listened, o'er and o'er again, repeated, like a burden or refrain, he caught the words, Deposuit potentes de sede et exultavit humiles. And slowly lifting up his kingly head, he to the learned clerk beside him said, What mean these words? The clerk made answer meet. He has put down the mighty from their seat, and has exalted them of low degree. Thereat King Robert muttered scornfully, "'Tis well that such seditious words are sung only by priests and in the Latin tongue, for unto priests and people be it known. There is no power can push me from my throne." And leaning back he yawned and fell asleep, lulled by the chant, monotonous and deep. When he awoke it was already night church was empty and there was no light save where the lamps that glimmered few and faint lighted a little space before some saint he started from his seat and gazed around but saw no living thing and heard no sound he groped toward the door but it was locked he cried aloud and listened and then knocked and uttered awful threatenings and complaints and imprecations upon men and saints the sounds re-echoed from the roof and walls as if dead priests were laughing in their stalls. At length the sexton, hearing from without the tumult of the knocking and the shout, and thinking thieves were in the house of prayer, came with his lantern asking, Who is there? Half choked with rage, King Robert fiercely said, Open, tis I, the king! Art thou afraid? The frightened sexton, muttering with a curse, This is some drunken vagabond, or worse, turned the great key and flung the portal wide a man rushed by him at a single stride haggard half naked without hat or cloak who neither turned nor looked at him nor spoke but leaped into the blackness of the night and vanished like a spectre from his sight robert of sicily brother of pope urbane and valmond emperor of alamein despoiled of his magnificent attire bareheaded, breathless, and besprent with mire, with sense of wrong and outrage desperate, strode on and thundered at the palace gate, rushed through the courtyard, thrusting in his rage to right and left each seneschal and page, and hurried up the broad and thounding stair, his white face ghastly in the torch's glare. From hall to hall he rushed in breathless speed, voices and cries he heard but did not heed, until at last he reached the banquet room, blazing with light and breathing with perfume. There on the dais sat another king, wearing his robes, his crown, his signet ring. King Robert's self, in feature, form and height, but all transfigured with angelic light. It was an angel and his presence there with a divine effulgence filled the air, an exultation piercing the disguise, though none the hidden angel recognize. A moment speechless, motionless, amazed, 
the throneless monarch on the angel gazed who met his look of anger and surprise with the divine compassion of his eyes then said who art thou and why comest thou here to which king robert answered with a sneer i am the king and come to claim my own from an impostor who usurps my throne and suddenly at these audacious words up sprang the angry guest and drew their swords the angel answered with unruffled brow nay not the king but the king's jester thou henceforth shall wear the bells and scalloped cape and for thy counsellor shall lead an ape thou shalt obey my servants when they call and wait upon my henchmen in the hall deaf to king robert's threats and cries and prayers they thrust him from the hall and down the stairs a group of tittering pages ran before and as they opened wide the folding doors his heart failed for he heard with strange alarms the boisterous laughter of the men-at-arms and all the vaulted chamber roar and ring with the mock plaudits of long live the king next morning waking with the day's first beam he said within himself it was a dream but the straw rustled as he turned his head there were the cap and bells beside his bed around him rose the bare discolored walls close by the steeds were champing in their stalls and in the corner a revolting shape shivering and chattering sat the wretched ape it was no dream the world he loved so much had turned to dust and ashes at his touch. Days came and went, and now returned again to Sicily the old Saturnian reign. Under the angel's governess benign, the happy island danced with corn and wine, and deep within the mountain's burning breast, Enceladus the giant was at rest. Meanwhile King Robert yielded to his fate sullen and silent and disconsolate dressed in the motley garb that jesters wear with look bewildered and a vacant stare close-shaven above the ears as monks are shorn by courtiers mocked by pages laughed to scorn his only friend the ape his only food what others left he still was unsubdued and when the angel met him on his way, and half in earnest, half in jest, would say sternly, though tenderly, that he might feel the velvet scabbard held a sword of steel, Art thou the king? The passion of his woe burst from him in resistless overflow, and lifting high his forehead, he would fling the haughty answer back, I am, I am the king! Almost three years were ended when there came ambassadors of great repute and fame from Valmond, emperor of Alamein, unto King Robert, saying that Pope Urbane by letter summoned them forthwith to come on Holy Thursday to his city of Rome. The Pope received them with great pomp and blare of bannered trumpets on St. Peter's Square, giving his benediction and embrace, fervent and full of apostolic grace, while with congratulations and with prayers he entertained the angel unawares. Robert, the jester, bursting through the crowd into their presence, rushed and cried aloud, I am the king! Look and behold in me, Robert, your brother, king of Sicily! 
This man who wears my semblance in your eyes is an impostor in a king's disguise. Do you not know me? Does no voice within answer my cry and say we are akin? The Pope, in silence but with troubled mien, gazed at the angel's countenance serene. The Emperor, laughing, said, It is strange sport to keep a madman for thy fool at court. And the poor baffled jester in disgrace was hustled back among the populace. In solemn state the holy week went by, and Easter Sunday gleamed upon the sky. The presence of the angel with its light before the sun rose made the city bright and with new fervor filled the hearts of men who felt that Christ indeed had risen again. Even the jester, on his bed of straw, with haggard eyes, the unwanted splendor saw. He felt within a power unfelt before, and kneeling humbly on the chamber floor, he heard the rushing garments of the Lord sweep through the silent air ascending heavenward. And now the visit ending, and once more Valmond returning to the Danube's shore, homeward the angel journeyed, and again the land was made resplendent with his train, flashing along the towns of Italy unto Salerno, and from thence by sea. And when once more within Palermo's wall, and seated on the throne in his great hall, he heard the Angelus from convent towers, as if a better world conversed with ours. He beckoned to King Robert to draw nigher, and with a gesture bade the rest retire. And when they were alone, the angel said, Art thou the king? Then, bowing down his head, King Robert crossed both hands upon his breast, and meekly answered him, Thou knowest best. My sins as scarlet are. Let me go hence, and in some cloister's school of penitence, across those stones that pave the way to heaven, walk barefoot, till my guilty soul be shriven. The angel smiled, and from his radiant face a holy light illuminated all the place. And through the open window, loud and clear, they heard the monks chant in the chapel near, above the noise and tumult of the street, he has put down the mighty from their seat, and has exalted them of low degree. And through the chant a second melody rose, like the throbbing of a single string. I am an angel, and thou art the king. King Robert, who was standing near the throne, lifted his eyes, and lo, he was alone but all apparelled as in days of old with ermined mantle and with cloth of gold and when his courtiers came they found him there kneeling upon the floor absorbed in silent prayer end of poem this recording is in the public domain